0: Hey, Dan Talks listeners, so this week is a very important episode of Dan Talks. I am talking to the actor Ben Shimkis, who is currently known as Sherry Pie's first accuser, but really who he is, is a spokesperson for the people that Sherry Pie has victimized uh, with her own actions, and he's really, I think, leading the conversation on how We move forward together as a community and what responsibilities uh, Sherry has and what responsibility uh, he feels that he has in the situation. If you don't know the Sherry Pie story, um, I do set it up in the beginning of the episode. Uh, Be advised that there is a washer-dryer sound (laughs) because... Ben is in his parents' house upstate, and you know what, we're all trying our best here. Um, but just be advised, those first 15 minutes are a little annoying, but set up the conversation in an important way. Uh, and also, we had a follow-up conversation a few days after our first interview, where Ben shared some additional thoughts. Uh, I hope this can help start a deeper conversation in the gay community and in mainstream Uh arenas as well about how we behave online and how we can respect each other more, um, take responsibility more and uh, be brave and have hard conversations that uh, are ultimately healing and productive and help move us forward. So I hope you appreciate this uh, interview as much as I did. Thank you so much to Ben for being brave and coming on and telling your story, and I hope you all are staying safe and well. Okay. Mwah. You ready?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm so ready. Let's do it.
0: I want to say that I respect you so much for coming on and talking to me, for being brave in general, and also, this feels like a weirdly... Uh, I'll say that my intention for us talking is to be a conduit or to encourage some sort of healing conversation in the gay community specifically because I feel like drag race is such a mainstream thing and like so many people have eyes on it and I and I when this whole thing happened I felt very sort of uh protective of like this is like happening in our gay family and we're going to deal with this and we're going to take care of this except it's on this like right. super global stage right. now right right with your permission i would like to just recap really quickly what how i understand what it is and then you correct me and then we can move on to like the actual juicy stuff um and by juicy stuff i mean like critical conversation about how we move forward as a community <laughs> yeah. yep. um so as i understand it Drag Race Season 12 premieres and we're all excited about the queens. The premiere episode happens and then one of my gay friends is like, oh did you hear about the Sherry Pie thing? And the Sherry Pie thing was started because of your Facebook post which detailed how Sherry who uh, as Joey which is his real name coerced, catfished he posed as a casting agent and preyed on uh, his fellow actors, mostly who he met in college and in New York. You met him in college. And pretended that he was this woman in New York who was casting for this play about called Bulk, about a guy who was going to take steroids. And, like, it was about body dysmorphia or whatever it was about. And the point was he posed as this person and got you and many, many others it turns out to send him pictures and videos that were lewd, some more graphic than others, but on the whole, like embarrassing and obviously totally inappropriate because he wasn't a real casting agent, it wasn't a real show. Yeah. And so this this become this all comes to light because of your Facebook post which said, Hey guys, so I know Draggers is really exciting, but just so you know, this guy like did this fucked up thing and he did it to other people too and like Yeah, she's a fierce drag queen, but also, like, yikes. And also just, like, buyer beware with this situation because I don't want this her, uh, like, perverse obsession to get on steroids, so to speak, now that she has this elevated platform.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Is that it? (laughs) Yeah, basically, basically. And then, yeah, I think through a lot of other people, too, um when it started to come to uh, like the other victims coming forward and, and they uh, they, they came forward about all of these like really incredible, um, these horrible things that I think took a lot more courage than, than what I had to muster in order to to speak about mine. And so I, I think, yeah, to like, I always want to try to keep advocating for their, their part of the story too. And then all of the, the drag queens that like push that narrative and, and, Created the story and made sure that people were hearing what we had to say, and the um, incredible like journalists from BuzzFeed, David Mack, and NBC, Tim Fitzgerald, and all of those incredible people that that really like tried to like push the narrative as well.
0: But you were really the first one. You were the first one to come out publicly and say anything.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I was the first one to do it in black and white. Uh, A lot of people had known about Daniel's story, which had happened, um, which was the one in the NBC um, report that Tim Fitzgerald did. Um, But mine was the first one that was on the internet. Mm -hmm.
0: And now it's, it's the production company, World of Wonder, responded very quickly and put out a statement that said, like, super, like, day of, or, like, next day, that was, like... Because then Sherry, who was who is Joey, posted on his Facebook a apology that um, basically fessed up to everything and said, yes, I did it, yes, it's fucked up, yes, I'm fucked up, I'm trying to get help, I'm sorry to embarrass these people and the, my fellow queens and all their hard work. And then the episode, I think you posted on Thursday, the episode's on Friday. Now, mm-hmm. before that episode and before every episode, there's a black screen that says... Um, in light of recent development, which they're getting less and less recent by the <laughs> day, <laughs> in light yeah. of recent developments and Cherry Pie's statement, she's been disqualified from Drag and will be excluded from the April taping. Nothing that that's going to happen anymore because COVID. Anyway, that's another thing.
1: <laughs>
0: what? A- by the side note, what a terrible season for these poor girls. Like, I
1: know, I there's no, there's no clubs that. to
0: watch their thing. <laughs> Cherry Pie ha- has to have this issue, and um, there's a third thing. Oh, there's n- yeah, there's no filming. Right, there's no filming. The Cherry Pie issue. And there's no lot there's no clubs, no clubs to watch. Yeah. You.
1: But I, I think the interesting thing about this season though is that we are seeing so many more queens that come forward and are super visible about their designers now, because of all of this. So like the people in the background are kind of getting like these bigger shout outs because of this moment.
0: Mm-hmm. That's another thing that we that I want to get your thoughts on is Sherry's Sickening looks. The because the yeah. dresses are like great. I so. Yeah, and I don't. And I understand that she doesn't really make most of the dresses, or, or at least that's my impression is. That maybe I just want to hope that she doesn't make most of the dresses. Um, yeah. So this black screen appears before every episode. That's like just so you guys know. So then you watch the whole episode, like akotako Taco, like because they still have to show <laughs> Sherry so they can show compare what it is to the other queens. And, but mm-hmm. um, but the whole time it's like this weird elephant in the room except that sherry in the room it's like uh, um um what was the other thing i wanted to say about that oh and every time she wins a fucking challenge or wins any amount of money they have to donate that money to the trevor project yeah which is great but it's also like uh, like
1: yeah Yeah, do you think
0: um i'm sorry that I, i i'm so embarrassed that like i have you on and then i just talk for the first five minutes Do you think, do you think that, I just want to set the stage and then have you, like, run free. Do you think the production company did a good job in handling Um, the
1: response? I think that, given the circumstance, yes. I'm intrigued to see how it is carried forward. Um... I think, I mean, so far there have been enough queens, there have been enough personalities for you to kind of like edit out one personality and, and kind of call it a day. You have multiple narratives going on. You know, they film obviously basically all day um, based off of everything that I've heard. They film for like 12 hours per day. And so you have enough film at that point to just kind of edit out one person and then just carry forward other narratives. but if there are four queens left and she's one of the four and we know that that is going to be the case at this point like it, i'm intrigued to see how they handle that situation where that's literally a, that's unf- a,
0: sorry keep going
1: no no no. what were you gonna say i
0: was gonna say that's a confirmed case secret that she's final four
1: yeah yeah and with how, she, how well she's done on the show too it's like not shocking Watch, watching the show and seeing how how well she's doing like yeah of course she's gonna be top four
0: did you talk to anybody in the production company?
1: Um, no, I have not.
0: Have they reached out to you at all?
1: Nothing, nope.
0: And you haven't had any contact with Sherry? Or uh, Joey, I should say.
1: So, about maybe an hour and a half, maybe less time than that, actually. After I had posted the um, original Facebook post, I got a phone call from from Joey, and I did not answer it. I let it go to voicemail and I have a voicemail that's still just sitting on my phone when I have not listened to it. I don't know that I ever want to listen to it, but I want to keep it just in case I ever get to that space.
0: So you really haven't listened to
1: it? I have, no. It's still completely unopened at this point.
0: And you don't care to play it now?
1: Uh, no. <laughs>
0: okay. That's, that's I don't fine. know that I'm ready I to was, listen to I it. I mean, I was a little bit like <laughs> my two selves. One was like, I want to hear that right now. And they right. was like, don't play that girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I assumed you really haven't listened to it.
1: I haven't. How you know, long is it? It's two minutes long. Two minutes and 13 wow. seconds.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. What do you think he says?
1: I don't know, because at the, at the point that he did call me, he... The, I mean, none of the other people had come forward, so... And and knowing Joey and having had my personal experience with him and whatnot, he's really good at getting past a lot of these things and and weaseling his way out in weird ways. So I I wouldn't be shocked if it was a, you know, like, I didn't do this and how dare you, you know, drag me through the mud like this. But it also very well could be, he fully just, like, went on Facebook and admitted it.
0: Right. I was... from what I read about his sort of history of catfishing, essentially, and just sort of having a um, a lying issue, what is that? Compulsive <laughs> lying issue. Right. Um, it really probably could have gone one of two ways that he was either like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, like, I'm on this national stage now, and I, I like, please, like, coming from a place of, like, I need you to help me, eh, and I'm sorry, or, like, Take that right. down now, like weird, right. manipulative what right. have you.
1: Right. Yeah, either either direction would not shock me at all.
0: Um did you have any what made you not pick up the phone?
1: I at that point so it's interesting. I think the whole first like couple of hours of going through this was very weird. I felt like especially I was on the ship at this time. Um, and
0: on the cruise ship, saved, where you had a job?
1: Correct. Yeah. So so yeah, I was I was at that time working on the on an Oceana ship for Norwegian Cruise Line, and um, I so the the specific timing of the post was directly because um, like when on you the had ship Wi-Fi. as yep. <laughs> Yep, exactly. So uh, <laughs> all my performer
0: n- friends who do ships, they're like, "I'm like, oh, you're gonna have such a great time." They're like, "Well, I can only post once every two weeks
1: because that's way right. we <laughs> will not talk to you for for a while now." But it was yeah. So I we got off the ship, we were able to like go to a restaurant, and I had, um, like my friend and I had gone through this post and we had edited the crap out of it and we had yeah gone through it for hours and hours and hours a couple of days prior to, and so we got to this. Restaurant and I didn't know whether or not I wanted to post it. And I kind of just like on a whim had one moment where I was like, yes, boldened, I want to do this. And so I just did it in that moment, set my phone down, turned my phone over and saw like it's starting to blow up a little bit. And I was like, I'm not going, I'm not going to touch it. And then I saw the, the Joey call. And at that point I just was like, there are lo- lots of narratives that were going on for me that were just like, A, I didn't really want this to happen. I haven't spoken to Joey in years at this point. The last time that we spoke was actually um, I'm sure we'll probably get into this a bit too but I I went and did a production of oh I actually did multiple productions with that theater but we, we went and did a theater together in the, the next summer. We mm, fully right. did a summer stock theater. Right. This whole theater. thing happened
0: with you and the the photos and the stuff and you knew that it was him and then I guess he just went yeah. away, or the persona went away, and then you saw him in person, and you're like, I know right. what you did, bitch. I know what you did last summer, yeah. and he's like... Right. Did, but you never confronted yeah. him about that.
1: No, no, f- well, fully showed up um, to... So here's the whole thing. I fully showed up to um, my, uh, the, the Summer Stock Theater, and I got the script for the show that I was doing, and I looked through, and I said, oh, there are three people in the show. That's great. Cool. Whatever. And so, get to rehearsals, and I find out that, well, I, I kind of, I knew the, the stage manager was the person that my ex-boyfriend had cheated on me with. And then I walked in. I knew that was happening already, so it's and I had already become friends with him anyway, so it was totally fine, <laughs> whatever. I walked into that rehearsal and was like, oh shit. And wow. it was Joey and some woman that I had never met in my entire
0: life. Wow, swing and a miss, yeah. and a miss, and a miss,
1: and a miss. Yeah, granted, that woman is now my best friend, and I live with her in New York, so oh well, yeah, friend. no choice, so, <laughs> right? Who else is yep. going to be your best friend that summer? Yep, they was going to be Emma. She was going to be friends with me. But yeah.
0: so, tell me about the time period between when they announced the queens, and you're like, holy shit, Joey's one of the queens and Mm -hmm. when you posted it because I imagine you must have gone through am I going to say something or not
1: yeah I I had been debating back and forth for months about about that I think I mean for me I have always been a person anyone that's worked with me has kind of um whether or not they wanted to or not, they kind of get a, um, every morning I wake up and then give everyone the news as to, like, what's happening in the world. And I try to stay very active in in the world of politics. And really, I'm really invested in, like, climate change. I think it's super interesting and super important for us to, like, stay really, really vigilant about, um, you know, our our fight against climate change. Um, I am ready for you to bring this back. (laughs) Well, here's So, um... I have always been, I, I've tried really hard to be an advocate for other people, but then I recognized eventually that, like, my advocacy for other people was getting to a point where I was never advocating for myself and, like, for the things that I wanted. And so it was kind of like, it, this kind of answers your question from before, too. When I got the phone call, when I started to um, get, when this post started to blow up, I did not want this attention because I was I immediately thought to myself like I don't deserve this this is not me this is like not my moment to like shine (laughs) and this is not a moment that you know I want to advocate for other people I don't necessarily want this advocacy to be for myself and eventually like I had to kind of hone in on on the concept of like this is actually going to be advocacy for other people and this is not exclusively about me this is about a much larger story than that and so it took me a long time because I didn't necessarily want to be seen as like Sherry Pie's victim or I didn't necessarily want to be, you know, especially in the world of theater. Like if that's, if that is the only narrative that goes about me and I, I don't know how that's going to work out from now on, but like that, there are lots of like weird, like things that I kind of wanted to potentially distance myself from. And then eventually realize, realized like, Nope, this, this, that's not worth that kind of advocacy.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Did you ever think to do it in a way that wasn't public? Like, say something to Joey? Like, listen, bitch, you did this to me and you better say something. Or to the production company, like, hey, you guys, just so you know, this is going on and I'm going to say something if you, if you don't work this out with Joey. Like, cause um, if, like, did you think about doing it in a way that would protect yourself in that certain way? Or you were sort of like, no, the way this has to go is it has to all be brought to light.
1: Well, I, I think closer to number two than number one but i think i was also influenced by how naive i was and that i really genuinely did not believe that people were going to care <laughs> this. i thought that like 10 people were going to see it it was going to get shared like five times and then like seriously 20 people would like it i really genuinely did not because you just posted
0: it on your public it's on facebook, your personal facebook yeah. and you thought like your gay that, friends would be like oh wow oh wow okay i'll root against her
1: Right, yeah, and but before th- all of this happened, I didn't have. I had eight hundred followers. <laughs> You're like, seven. I had no friends. <laughs> I <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I had some friends, right? No, I know, I know. but but not a lot. No, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I, I genuinely did not expect this experience to to be a moment where I was like calling her out in in. The midst of the world, and it was super naive of me to think that. And looking back, I'm like, of course, people were going to pick this up.
0: Yeah, and of course,
1: the six of the people that I talked about about like in the post that had corroborated stories with me and whatnot—they were friends of mine on Facebook too, so they started sharing it. And I'm obviously friends with queer people in the community and stuff like that, with some drag queens in New York, and that when I got there, then. Yeah, it was going to go everywhere.
0: Right. It's funny because it's like, this was something that happened to you by Joey, who was like your classmate, and then this guy in the community theater thing in the summer, and like, and so you probably don't have a, had an you probably didn't have an idea of the scale you were working with, or like what, because the other thing about this is that it's really, th- it's the highest profile, like gay on gay crime in this sexual abuse awareness movement, mm-hmm.
1: Um Mm-hmm.
0: and so but it's also funny to me because it's it's um i think it's multi-layered in a way that's um like important for us as a community to talk about and when i first heard that you posted that i didn't read the post i just heard this from my friend and i was like wow why did i my first thought was why did they wait until the eve of the premiere to do this and to like make a big splash and why didn't I got into victim blaming quickly because when I heard yeah, yeah. that it was not when I heard that it was like a catfishing thing and it was one of the queens that is less attractive as a boy than the others I was like mm-hmm why are we gay bashing ourselves and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that sucks. But like, I'm sure I've sent pictures to someone who wasn't who they said they were. And I'm embarrassed about that for sure. 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 Um, but in actually reading your post, you don't actually call for her to be disqualified or for people to root against her or whatever. All you call for is for people to understand, um, that if this persona Allison Mosey reaches out to you, it's not who she says she is. And also for people just to be careful, like to protect themselves. Did you think that it would lead to a, you probably didn't even think it would lead to a disqualification or that black screen before every episode or like. Oh
1: my God, no, no. And I, from my perspective, I was posting, and, and like my story too is not that bad. Right. You know, my story is I sent in a few videos, and eventually I got, I it, like I kept getting these calls back that would say, "You're not playing the role big enough," mm-hmm. and so and so I sent in maybe like six or seven videos, and then after that I you know uh, then the the Wi-Fi thing. She said that she didn't have Wi-Fi. Right. And then I called the theater, and then it was like this, this right. is up here. Right. So. And the videos were, like, monologues
0: of you being, like, oh, I feel so big, or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, I'm getting so smelly now that I've had all these steroids.
1: Right, right. right. Did you actually do steroids? I forget.
0: Some people did. Okay, because some people send in videos of them doing steroids and shit. That's, like, it gets weird. It
1: gets real bad, yeah.
0: With some people. And
1: so, like, yeah, yeah. And I think... I was definitely, like, one of the trial-run people Mm. in this because, like, I mean, like I said, my my story's not that bad. It happened a long time ago compared to a lot of other people because, like, I I mean, mine happened four and a half years ago, almost five years ago at this point, whereas, you know, a few of my friends that I've spoken to, they literally dropped this Facebook status on March 4th, and some of my friends had been speaking to Alison Mosley as of March 3rd. And so, for me, like the fact that she would get disqualified from Drag Race was like not even close to an intention that I had, nor a thought that it could even potentially. Like I said, I didn't think people were gonna pay attention to this. So I think, yeah, it was, um, yeah, I, I did not, I did not think that disqualification was even close. I did not think it would get to Drag Race. I did not think that any would would really. I think that, you know, people in our community were going to you know, hear the story maybe a little bit and then maybe like not buy her merchandise or the real real thing for me was that I had a lot of my friends from college that had known my side of the story that had heard about it. And at that time were posting all of these like wonderful, like lovely tributes to her and like, uh, uh, yay, she's gonna make it on Drag Race. And that was really like a big motivating factor for me too. And I was getting tagged in some of them because like, some of us had performed with Sherry Pie together, like in Sherry Pie shows, like for her drag performances in Syracuse that she was doing. And so I when I started get, getting tagged in those by some of my friends and like people that I was really close with, I was like, okay, no, I need to like, I need to say something about this. And so that was really like the go-to for me was like, let's call these people out, let's call my friends out and say like, stop posting this about someone that I think sexually harassed me for a period of time. Stop equating me, stop like, directing me like with this person i don't want to be in these posts with them especially something celebrating them and then the fact that it's when it started to get picked up i was like oh wow this is like not what i expected Mm -hmm. yeah
0: the friend who told me about it said that he was he thought that sherry would probably harm herself now that this has Mm -hmm. happened Mm -hmm. and my reaction was like no she should not like harm herself like she's fessed up to it and I think a conversation needs to be had but this is not I don't think this is one of the cancel culture things where I mean it is part of cancel culture but I don't think it should be one of the things where someone just goes away but I think it is complicated now to watch her drag and to like reckon with that terrible question of like separating the artist from the art sure um Mm -hmm. Do you, is there any part of you that feels bad for how, like, what she is going through now? Or you're sort of like, you made your bed now laying in it?
1: I, I I do frequently, like, check in on, I, I like, search her name on Google really frequently too, because I, I don't, I like... I'm hoping that I don't see any updates about like her personal life right now because I don't think she would be in a good place to, to do anything or he rather. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, I. there there have been days where I've had, I have felt really bad about it. And I have a lot of like really wonderful influences and people in the community that have been like, no, what you did was right. And you should not feel bad about this. And here are the reasons why. and And I definitely buy into the concept that like, I don't ultimately feel bad about the choice that I made. Because I think that you know this allowed for a lot of other people to tell their stories and it allowed for me to tell my story and that was important to me and this is like one of the moments that I felt most empowered in my entire life and so this is a mo- an important moment for me and it's an important moment for them and for our community to recognize like what we did correctly and what we can improve upon in the future but i definitely i feel really bad that like the weight of all of that has to kind of like fall on Joey's shoulders and Granted, he put himself in that position. Right. So. Because it's not like he said, limited... oh, I'm
0: going to be on this TV show, let me right my wrongs.
1: Right. <laughs> right. No, he never, yeah. Yeah, he never reached out to any of us to apologize for any of this prior to. In fact, he continued to do it afterwards. Too, right, so.
0: right. It went until you said something, actually.
1: Right.
0: Um, yeah, it was a question for me of someone, uh, like all of these people that he preyed upon sort of had to endure mm-hmm. this private embarrassment mm-hmm. and now uh he is going through like a very public humiliation and yeah. so my impulse was to like protect my impulse honestly was to protect sherry in this way where it was like listen this is not ugly guy who was in the gay community and no one was hitting him up so he had to do this fucking weird shit and he went down a rabbit hole in the meantime he's a great artist and worked his ass off to become Sherry Pie and now True. it's like we can't just have all of us like self-righteous and I, I hope this says more I, I'm i saying only things about me and nothing about you because I do think what you did was the right <laughs> thing but it's like yeah. uh, We as a community we shouldn't act so self-righteous as like oh, he's a scumbag, he's out, like, he's not part of our community and should go away forever. Like, he should not get death threats and you should not get death threats, which I know both have happened. Yeah. Do you... um, Does that... It seems like that resonates with you, too, that you... Is there something that you... I... Yeah, like, is there something that you... Are like yeah, but this is what you're missing because I feel like I was de- I'm definitely missing something.
1: In terms of w- what what do you think you're missing there? Well, I just I
0: don't know if I want Sherry if, if the remedy is that Sherry Pie goes away or not. I think sure, I think the next step is that we that Sherry does a sit down with somebody, or that there's some sort of reckoning sure. as a community where it's I- like we talk about what happened.
1: You I think, I mean, uh, let me take Michael Vick, for example, the, the former Atlanta Falcons quarterback that, you know, all of the, the dogfighting stuff happened with him and whatnot. I think, I mean, it is not equivalent by any means, but his turn towards advocacy for an entirely different group of people afterwards is so impressive to me. I think it is 100% possible to come back from this as a better person that decides that they're going to advocate for a completely different section. Like Sherry spoke frequently when she was on Drag Race about the importance of drag as a charitable concept and how it intended when it was first created for some people to be a way to like give back to the community and it's important to her that that is how we see drag and it is important to most drag queens that that is how we see drag and I think that like that messaging is definitely something that like we should buy into 100 percent um I think there were some problems with how she decided to go about saying those types of things and apparently she was called out about that with a few New York City queens and whatnot but I think there is a way for her to reckon with what happened. There is a way for us to like allow her a space back in the community without a doubt. Um, but I think it would have to take a lot of personal improvement and a lot of, you know, a, a, a very a lot of of, you know, evidence to prove that she's done a lot to like, Help herself, help the people around her, and then what is her messaging of positivity in the future? Um, I kind of talked about that in an Instagram story today. It, it, I kind of like alluded to this the point that I'm making. It's like, we, as a community, I think we really buy into cancel culture at, at large. Um, Girl, bye. And this is a moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that, you know, for the benefits of recognition in cancel culture, there is also the potential that, like, those people, if you demonize those people, then you create a faction of other people that will believe in that person as well. And if they become so, like, misconstrued with negativity and whatnot, then I think that we're not doing ourselves any justice, nor are we doing them any justice, like, There has to be some way that we can create some sort of conversation between, you know, the victims and and the perpetrators in ways that, like, would actually benefit the community at large. Mm -hmm.
0: Because the other thing is that with, like, all the high-profile men that do really messed up shit, they, Mm -hmm. a lot of the times, are super powerful and super rich, and it's like, they go away, quote-unquote, but Matt Lauer's sitting in the Hamptons or whatever, and yeah. Sherry is I don't know where where Joey is or like what yeah. his situation is but it's like what is Joey going to do that's, yeah. I think that's where my protectiveness comes in is I'm like we all need to like stay together because we're up against a world that is stacked against us already so True. we can't start cannibalizing ourselves and like kicking people mm-hmm. out because they do some fucked up thing
1: Right, Depend right. You know,
0: depending on the legalities aside and, like, because obviously there's, like, right. borderline criminal yeah. activity here and all of that sort of right. stuff. Um, right. Uh, what was the question I had? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so you do see her, like, can you see her as being a drag queen anymore?
1: Hmm. I think knowing Joey, it is his truest love. I think it is definitely the thing that he is most talented at. Uh, I think it is the place in the world that he is supposed to be in is drag. Um, I don't know that I I see our community fully getting behind him ever making a, a massive comeback. I think that is, it's not so much his wishes or his wants that I think would hold him back. I think it's definitely like, whether or not we would accept him. And I understand that obviously, I like get it. I see why people would, like you said, we we watch her and every time that she wins, it's like a cringy moment on on television. If we then, you know, five years down the road, you know, just decide to like, give up on on having canceled her. I don't know that people are going to really be willing to have done that.
0: But if she has the sit-down Oprah interview with you and her and, or her and all of the mm-hmm. accusers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, sure. there First. are steps that can be taken, I think, that the, converse, the conversation can be had.
1: Right. Right.
0: Because yeah, without a doubt. Because you agree that there's a side of her story that's not being told, which includes probably a lot of fucked-up shit that's been done to her and her youth that's led to this sort of behavior that doesn't justify it but also it's like kind of would force i think the gay community to look at how we shame people who aren't beautiful yeah
1: yeah because joey's like not
0: trade you know Mm -hmm. and i think Mm -hmm. and like all these uh young men that he went after like you are very attractive so and the only way that he would like, engage with those people on an intimate level would be as posing as a casting director, you know, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But,
0: yeah. Um, and I you know, I hope that it doesn't sound like I'm just, like, justifying what... I just think there's a story about, like, the fucked-upness of the gay community also within this.
1: Right. No, I 100% agree with you. I, I think, I Because mean, you've never
0: known joy to have a boyfriend or to, like, have hooked up with somebody. Never. Right.
1: Um, there were there were lots of there were lots of conversations about him having hooked up with people when we were in college. Uh, he but, started, <laughs> and he started, yeah. <laughs> so I, I we never really really knew whether or not we should um, believe that, but yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. I, I and I know that there is some circumstance with home. I don't know that I w- want to comment too much on that, but I know that there is like some home stuff that happened um, with. I mean his mom is very present I had never heard about his dad I had heard little like snippets of rumors that it was not a good situation um, so and like that if it happened when he was younger that's like potentially damaging for the rest of your life and I think that's like an important part of the story
0: right and I mean obviously you know? whatever it was obviously wasn't a great situation that leads somebody to go pretend to be another person so they can have intimate videos for their spank bank
1: absolutely not yeah yeah exactly
0: do you have any friends that have been in contact with him that are like, oh, Joey said this, Joey said that?
1: Not, not since. Um, so I had a lot of friends that were close to, close with him, basically up until the point that all of this information started to get out. And even they have kind of dropped off, um, th- their, their relationship dropped off the face of the earth at that point. Um, there is the, the owner of the, the West End has reached out to me, um, the West End Lounge in, in, Manhattan. Um, and apparently he saw him a few weeks ago walking around in Hell's Kitchen. Um, and they made eye contact and apparently Sherry was, you know, trying to create some sort of human connection there and, and it was shut down, um, which, you know, fair. Um, but that's that's all. That's literally all that I've heard at this point. Are you, otherwise I'm Go ahead. I was but, gonna
0: say, are you so like, um Fuck, I do not want to be Sherry Pies, the or Ben kiss like I wanna be an actor.
1: Well, I definitely I want to be an actor. There's there's no doubt in my mind. But I think you know i uh, I don't mind taking the space of Sheriff's Accuser in this moment because I think that there were lots of things that have happened in this time that I want to make point out and say, yo, like, what happened to me? Like, I'm able to get over it because I know that I'm strong-willed and I know that I have, like, a, I've done a lot for my mental, you know, health and... but." There are so many things that have happened to me that I've recognized and I've said, if this were to happen to people in the future, then we need to speak out against that. And so what I was kind of saying before and how this is a moment that we can take and turn around and make it into a a larger conversation with the community. I think like if we need one person to turn to in terms of like, this is the victim that we're turning to and, and like, let's see. What their reaction is to you know us posting an entire Instagram account that is dedicated to remembering Cherry Pie's looks on face on on Drag Race like no like it, it is important for me to be like hi I am the victim that people came out because of this shit is not okay mm-hmm. it's not okay to to be platforming uh, a person that is a sexual predator like this in, in that form
0: so you're okay wearing that sash for for this year, basically. It's like, this is a title. Well, I mean, (laughs) see, I think that, see, that is me like trying to, um, that's like a negative comment. I didn't mean that to be a negative, but it's like, no, no. this title is not who you are is what I'm trying to say. And you're, and it's not one you would choose, but it's one that you will assume because you know that you're capable of the responsibility
1: that it holds. Yeah. And, and I think it is important for our community to, to listen to, you know, what it's like to be in my position. Um, you know, I, but I also think it's really important. I mean, I, I, I want to be an actor on Broadway. That is my ultimate goal. And I want, you know, 10, 15 years down the line for you to remember me for all of the Tonys that I won. And then you're like, oh, right. And also that happened with Sherry Pie, you know, way before. But all of the Tonys and the amazing performances, that's what I want. But I mean, you know, we aren't there yet and in this moment i think that there's a lot of like healing process that needs to be done in our community to recognize like you know this happened to us too and sexual abuse and sexual harassment is possible in our community and we are also capable of speaking out against it and getting shit done because people care and people want to do the right thing in these situations and i think to have someone be there and be a voice in that moment. If I, you know, have the capacity to do that, then I want to do that.
0: I'm sorry I never asked you, how did it feel when you found out that you had been sending these, that that this content of you was out there and it wasn't that person, it wasn't that it
1: was fake? It was kind of like a slow burn to get to that point. Um, there are lots of things that you know, I knew that the, the connection had come through Joey and based off of my relationship with Joey, I was kind of a little reticent to to start sending this stuff at the beginning. Um, there were certain things like Joey um, has like a very specific way that he sends text messages where he always puts a space between the last word and he he puts a space between the last word and the two exclamation points he puts after that. He does that all the time. And so when I started seeing that in the emails, I was like, there's something weird going on on there. Um, and so ha- i like, you
0: heard the whispers that, that became I, pebbles I that heard, became yeah. rocks.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. Eventually I was like, okay, let's let's call this whole thing off. And it's so the, the immediate reaction when like I called playwrights horizons and they said, no, this is not true. it was like angry, I, but also like, Angry equal parts of like him, but also angry at myself for being like, You knew this, that you knew that the potential was there for all of this. And then mostly, the other big thing was like, I was super anxious about it because I had fully dropped a class that I needed in order to graduate college in that moment. And so I've spoken a lot about like the potential for me to, um, you know, have left school, but I had like planned to leave school for this circumstance. And I dropped a class in order to do that. And so, and it was a class that was required. It was a 201 level and you needed to get to 202 in order to graduate. And I fully had dropped it in the 201 level in the se- in the first semester of my senior year. So I needed to jump to the 202 level somehow. And so I was gonna have to like take classes over the winter or like, so I like created that whole circumstance for myself too. So, or stay an extra year potentially, that was the other potential thing too. So it was a lot of like emotions that are kind of like hard to put into one box because it's suddenly like everything felt scattered. And
0: also it's sort of like on the spectrum of what you could have felt like being angry at, like you didn't do anything wrong actually, but it's like kicking yourself for not trusting your gut, which we've all done at some point. And also, the danger of this actually is that there are other victims that sent a lot more and sort of were more ignorant to um, Joey's habits or whatever. And so it really, I can imagine, caused some mental and emotional anguish for people that could, if bad enough, lead to somebody wanting to harm themselves, which is bad. So right. that, I think, right. is an important thing also to remember is that it's not just like, oh, that's creepy. Oh, they should have done their research. It's it, right. especially in the gay community. Most of us, I think, experience our sexuality digitally before we do in the real world it's without so saying yeah. too much. But we all know, like <laughs> it's like we all have an <laughs> mm-hmm. Internet history of shirtless boys, Google images before we're ever like oh i think he's cute because we're you know just imprinted to never say anything so i think we're extra sensitive to that digital element of the whole thing
1: right yeah absolutely absolutely i think too the other i have felt at times that the that calling it catfishing is kind of like not really fully embracing the 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 idea of what it is it's like it goes beyond catfishing it's not like someone was posting as someone else on on grinder like that happens all the time it's not it wasn't a fake dating profile that we just happened to swipe on it professional and unfortunate things yeah it was literally like a especially once it got like i said my my i felt like was a pre-trial run for a lot of these other people but like theirs is like unbelievable their stories are so in depth about so many different things and you know it was like to call it catfishing I think it's kind of unfair to the, the truth of what really because the
0: whole show Catfish is on MTV is about romantic relationships and it's always like a gagaroonie mm-hmm. when they're like and I send them $200 it's like no you sent the money never sent the money
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but yep. this is like yep. actually all about money and actual like lively like the the what's being captured is not really the re- relationship but it's someone's livelihood. Right. 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 Um mm-hmm. do you the last thing before I want to sort of wrap up at least this conversation is um Oh fuck, I just had it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's so many like I think there are so many layers to this. Do you, th- is there um, a question that you're like, why isn't anybody asking me about this obvious thing? Like people are missing this part of the story.
1: Huh. Um, I think, so there are two. There's one that's kind of funny. Um, so I fully, um, in the entire post, in the entire original post that I had, Um, I spelled Allison Mossy incorrectly, (laughs) and I don't know that anyone caught on to it. I know a few of the reporters, like, had a weird time, like, trying to figure out what to do with, like, my story and, like, not to screw up my credibility here, but I had fully at the time that I had written it. It had been, like, four years, like I said before, since this had happened, so I, yeah, I spelled it M-O-S-S-E-Y, and it is Uh (laughs) M-O-S-S-I-E. But because I didn't have internet, I couldn't check my my spelling on it. So I just thought it was M-O-S-S-E-U-Y. And then, like, when I posted it, eventually, like, all of this stuff happened. And I sent my emails to, like, the investigative reporters. And then realized, like, oh, my God, I've been spelling it wrong this entire time. So I knew that some people had, like, kind of figured that out. But, like, not, yeah. So I, that was something that I, once, once I had recognized that I had made the mistake, I was like, someone's going to call <laughs> me on this and it's going to be bad. Well, you're reading yourself no before so you get read,
0: so that's good.
1: Oh. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, no, I think, I, I, I think one of the points that I really want to, I've, I've, I've wanted to speak to is, you know, in all of, all of the victims are white men. Most of us are straight. Some of us are gay. Um, One person that I know is trans, Um, but that's it. And out of the, the 40 people that either were, you know, detailed in the reports or have messaged me on Facebook or Instagram and said that like the same thing happened to me or different things happened to me, different details and whatnot. We all have some level of privilege in that sense. Um, which I think makes should make the story more palatable to certain people, unfortunately. Um, I think that we are also privileged in the sense that like, you know, we I talked to investigative reporters who cared about my story enough to like really deeply research it and and, you know find more details that I had no idea about, that none of us had ideas about. And I think that there's a lot of privilege in that, you know, we we had these people that cared about our stories, that suddenly this person that was like on, you know, the one of the biggest queer platforms that exists in our world right now, um, people cared about my story and people cared to hear me. But it was really interesting before the BuzzFeed article came out. I had so many people that were commenting, that were messaging me, that were like completely out of line, 100%, to be honest with you, that were saying to me, you need to release your emails. And it was a moment for me where I got super stressed. Like I said, in that moment, I was like, I don't deserve this. I don't know why I'm getting this kind of attention. I don't know why this is happening to me. Um... And then eventually I was able to like push that aside and be like, nope, this is, this is your moment. You're going to take this, take the reins at this moment. But in that moment, it was, I was anxious. I was talking to people that I had never spoken to in my entire life. I was conducting interviews on a national scale, suddenly talking to like AP sources that I had never assumed that this was going to happen. It was a really stressful time to like a full, like 48 hours of just stress that I had No idea was coming for me. And to have all of these voices saying to me, like, what you're doing is not enough was so off-putting. And those comments still exist on the posts. I have had so much time in this quarantine to, like, look back on what has happened. So I have, like, read through some of the comments, and I know you're not supposed to, but I definitely did. But there have been so many, like, wonderful, amazing people that, like, when everything was proven... And when everything came out and when all of, when Buzzfeed had published and when NBC had published, then people started to believe the story. And I didn't get as much, you know, I didn't get as many messages of like, why aren't you doing this for us? It was more messages of like, we believe you and we're sorry that this happened to you and, and different things like that. What I'm asking for is like for our community to recognize that moment and when someone comes forward with their claim about whatever happens it is not your time to ask for the tea it is not your time to ask for your verification of their story like that is not okay and like i, I think it is it is really i'm missing the point if i buy into that moment um, and exclusively get mad at those people because, like, so many more people since then have come out and been so supportive in these moments and incredible people. I mean, I've heard from like, a ton. I've heard from Marty Gold Cummings and Jasmine Rice beija and-, and Sissy and these amazing New York City queens. I've heard from Nina West and Alexis Michelle and Detox and amazing people. I heard from people on Broadway. I heard Tully Leong messaged me and-, and said wonderful things about this, too. It's like... So many wonderful things have happened from this, but that moment where all of this happens is super anxiety-ridden. And to ask for someone to validate the story for you is just so far beyond the point of why I came forward.
0: So we talked four days ago, you messaged me and said there's been an update, and I said do you want to come back on, and you said yes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, what is going on?
1: Okay, so, <laughs> so, I spent um, a couple of days going on Instagram and uh, calling out all of these different Instagram accounts that were uh basically sherry pie fan accounts um my viewpoint on that was specifically like when sherry gets platformed uh, i'm more likely to get the hate mail that i had been getting and like as the you know person that spoke out i don't think that is fair to be receiving on my end um, but also like, I just don't want people to celebrate someone that caused so much stress and so much pain for so many people. Like I just don't think that that is fair. And so right. I started calling out these accounts. Um, and the second one, when I, uh, put them on my story and I tagged them in it, um, this person started to message me. Um, and at first... I believed that it was one of the accounts that I had spoken to the day before, um, the the day before that, that account ended up, um, blocking me was very combative about, you know, like, I'm going to keep this and you cannot stop me. Mm -hmm. Um, this one was also combative, um, but combative in a different way. It was saying, like, I don't appreciate being seen as a sexual harasser, um, which, like, is, you know, well, at, at first I, I responded to that by saying, like, I'm not saying that you are. I'm saying that Sherry is and, like, you shouldn't platform her. But then eventually the account said, I'm Joey. And did a lot of things, like, a lot of the misspellings were things that Joey did. Um, Joey has a specific way that he, like, puts the punctuation. A, well, he finishes the sentence, puts a space, and then creates the punctuation. Um, like, did that a ton of times in the emails um, and then talked about my acting.
0: In the emails or the DM, your DMs?
1: So, Joey did that as in his text messages and in the emails with Allison Mossy, right. and then it was happening in the DMs again. So, right. it's like, okay, so there's a tie in there. There's a tie in between the spelling, there's a tie in between the punctuation, there's a tie in between like talking about my acting and knowing who I am. And so, eventually, they said, This is Joey. And then we had a conversation from there.
0: (laughs) So Joey has been running a fan account for Sherry.
1: So here's the thing. That's what I thought until about two hours ago when I reached out to, um, the YouTuber Jake Yonce, who did, um a huge like video about this a few weeks ago and he said basically like don't platform sherry it's an amazing video um honestly it it captures basically everything that i feel about this everything that daniel feels about this too um yeah did a wonderful job about all of that um but yeah he ended up saying like the same account ended up Reaching out to me, and I had a problem with them. And I did more research into this account and found out that they were, pro, they were posing as multiple drag queens from Drag Race, and they were doing the same thing with their, analyzing linguistic use, and then like, do- like doing the same exact thing with every single all of the three of them. So they're posing as Gigi Good, and they were also posing as Heidi in Closet, and they were posing as Sherry Pie, and they were pretending to be them, like messaging people through these accounts so the
0: same like one person analyzed mm-hmm. all of their different online personas whatever and made fan accounts for each one of them but yeah. is posing as them in That's, dms yes
1: yeah so like the story <laughs> get it like i told you it was going to get more bizarre than than what it already was but that being said i do think that this moment did give me the chance to sit back and reanalyze like the the concepts of of what i've been saying in terms of like do i think that there's a place for reconciliation and like i have said this multiple times in a lot of other interviews is like yes like no matter what the situation is like joey is queer therefore we can't just like kick him out of the queer community that is not a thing it is not possible he like still exists in our community and we have to face that but i think I've thought more about, like, is there a space for reconciliation? And I don't think so. And my viewpoint on that is, like, there are 40 people that have come to me that have said that the same thing happened to them. And it can't be possible that that's every single one of the victims. Um, so for me to say that there is a space for reconciliation, I think is also to speak for all 40 of them. And I think that that's just, that's not fair to all of them, but it's also like simply not the case. If you, if you hear what a lot of them are saying, like they're mad and they're upset about this. And like, that is fair.
0: And you mean the other people who were part of this?
1: Yeah. the, the, The other victims are mad about this and they're, you know, they're not in the same mindset thinking, like, you know, let's give him the space to, like, come back from this and work this out, and no, this, like, destroyed people's lives, and it destroyed a lot more people's, uh, more, a lot more lives than, than you know, I think we should just, like, create an allowance for someone to walk back into our lives and just, like, do whatever. There's also um, an interview between um, Trinity, the talk, um, did an interview with Alexis Michelle uh, Mm -hmm. about Alexis Michelle is about to come out with a new TLC TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were talking about that, but then they also talked about Sherry Pie. And Alexis Mm -hmm. Michelle was a friend of Sherry's since they both Mm -hmm. were in the drag scene in New York and whatnot. And Alexis said she had to stop talking to Sherry because there were conversations that she had with Sherry at one point where she, like, did not recognize the importance of, like, what she had done. And she did not, um... She didn't seem like she was coming from a place of, you know, reconciling with with how she had dealt with this scenario. After everything's
0: gone public.
1: Right, right. Basically saying, like, Sherry was not was not recognizing the importance of this to other people. And so, like Alexis then said like she's no longer speaking to Sherry. And so like there and and the apology that exists and that is on Facebook sucks. <laughs> it's bad.
0: Sherry's apology?
1: Yeah, it's terrible. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was on. My issue with it is like I think it is fair for her to say, I have mental health issues. I think it is fair for her to say, you know, all of these, I don't think it is fair for her to blame what had happened on her mental health disabilities or what, whatever she was going through at that time. The fact of the matter is like, the, that is a different scenario like what she was answering to at that point was not her mental health, was not a place for her to excuse herself. In, So I did listen to the voicemail now and I <laughs> right. can talk about the voicemail. Okay. So the voicemail is two minutes and 13 seconds. Mm-hmm. And the first minute and a half, she talks about herself. And then she says that she's sorry after a minute and a half. It's a minute and 34 is the marker until when she says, I'm sorry. She takes an entire 90 seconds talking about how this impacted her and her circumstance without ever examining how this would impact other people. And I understand that that is like, yeah, like that is potentially if you're not in a good space, like that is, that is, you know, where, where that that could lead to. But I guess my point being is like this, became a scenario where if you did this to 40 people and you accelerated how you impacted these people after a period of time, you are no longer speaking to your mental, you do not have a space for you to create um, an excuse, basically. I just feel like to say like, yes, all of this happened, but I'm dealing with mental health issues, it's like excusing yourself from the actual circumstance of, like, no. Like, there is... Whether or not you have mental health illness issues, it's like you still need to be accountable. Right.
0: Well, she clearly had or has mental health issues, which it's like who would do that if they didn't, basically. Right, right. Like, self-esteem issues at worst and mental health issues... Or self-esteem issues at best and mental health issues at worst.
1: Yes, yeah
0: um do you so you think she's not taking ownership
1: yeah
0: no. and she also hasn't reached out to you personally or anyone else really uh, i mean i guess she she left you the voicemail <laughs> that said this <laughs> well, has that, ruined my life
1: that is true yes
0: when she when you say she spoke about herself for a minute and a half was it um uh like poor me or was it This is how I'm receiving this on my end. No, it was
1: poor me. It was, was, this is why you should feel bad for me in these circumstances. And I think that's, I mean, personally, on my end, and like, that's, that is not what we're answering to right now. It's not, that is not the moment. The moment is like, how we're going to, you know, what are the actions that we're going to take in order to hold you accountable? We're not talking Mm. about like, why we should not hold you accountable. Right, so God has right. that. So right,
0: well, it's also a bit like what could she say about why she did it? It's like, right. you know, there's there's no good why. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So is she? Um, so you would. So now you would say, no more sherry pie in the world you need to go to a rehab center and then come back and be a mental health slash online authenticity advocate.
1: Yep. Yep. And I, and I think that that, I mean, that is probably the viewpoint of me now, but I, based off of what a lot of the other victims have said, that is like, like absolutely their viewpoint on this. And I think you know, for me to advocate for uh, against anything that any of them also think, I think is not fair. Mm -hmm.
0: Are you in touch with a lot of the other victims and like have a group, like sort of support system or
1: we don't, we don't, we don't have a group. Um, a lot of them have messaged me. Um, like we obviously found each other through mostly Facebook, but through all sorts of different venues and whatnot. Um, yeah, I've I've been in contact with a few of them, um, specifically like after, when I thought that Sherry was messaging me on this um, fake Sherry account, I like right. reached out to a few of them. And, like now she's like catfishing again. Like, what the hell is <laughs> happening? <laughs> oh uh-huh. goodness! Oh goodness! So,
0: but the the <laughs> it's funny the catfish posing as the person posing as someone else. It? Yeah. <laughs> Did that? So that obviously changed your attitude because you feel like. So even though it wasn't actually Joey, it did change your attitude about it. It made you reflect a little bit more about w- how you think reentry could happen or not happen for him.
1: Yeah. yeah. You
0: said reconciliation is not possible, but what is possible to you?
1: Um. Huh. Well. So it's interesting. I don't know that that is my space to to decide. You know what I mean? I think that creates, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do not know what the answer is. Um, I think that I will be very upfront and honest when I think that the wrong answer is put in front of me. I will also be upfront and honest when I think the right answer is put in front of me in those circumstances. Um, do you mind if I kind of like rip off of that for a second too? Sure. Yeah. So it was interesting when I first got the the DM. Mm-hmm. Um, the first messages that I had to that account were I literally said, "Thank you." From the well, so when when I when I thought it was Joey, I said, "Thank you from the bottom of my heart." I hope you get help. And then I said kind of similar messaging to what I said be- to you before. I said, "I hope." that there is a space for you to find that reconciliation, for you to find, um, to rebrand as something that is going to actually create like some sort of like better place in this world. I I hope that you can do that instead, that you're really good at drag. And I think that there is a space for you, you just need to like completely find where it is and it needs to be something completely new. And I think I had a lot of pressures that were on me that in a few of them, like, if we go back and look at a lot of the interviews I've done, a lot of them asked me the question about, you know, are you afraid of Sherry Pye's mental state right now? And, you know, some of them were point blank and said, I had an Instagram Live once that was point blank and said, like, how would you feel if Sherry killed herself?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I asked you something similar to that in a yeah, softer it, way
1: right 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 it, it, yeah that was, that was definitely the harshest one that i got <laughs> and i i think i understand where that question is coming from and i don't mean to um
0: it's a manipulative question
1: it is yeah and it's also a question it's like it is not my place to care it's not mm-hmm. i mean i am not sherry's therapist I like. I do not wish to speak to Sherry ever again based mm-hmm. off of this circumstance. I don't care, care to speak to her. Um, it is not for any other reason than just like I just, you know, have been manipulated by her and I don't trust her. And I think that is fair for me to feel that way in the future. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that to put me in a place where I have to speak to like her mental health and where I have to like cater how I deal with her and into a place where, you know, I'm I'm try I'm trying to be loving towards her in a circumstance where like that's not what I should be doing. Yeah. We shouldn't place the onus on victims of or and survivors of sexual harassment and abuse and place and put them in the place where like your next space should be advocating for the mental health of your abuser you know what yeah. i mean and like i get where the question was coming from because like yes sherry was like on top of the world she got this thing that was she was probably looking forward to her entire life i had heard her speak about potentially wanting to do this and when we were in courtland five years ago and like of six years ago at this point when she was there so you know like yeah I, i'm aware that like there was a really big fall that she had and it probably like was really hurtful to her but like it is not my place to have to coddle her and because like when she reached out to me because I had so many influences that were saying like how is she doing like do you know if she's okay I that's what I that was my first response was like telling her like you're going to be okay and this is going to be and I left that conversation thinking like this sucks like mm-hmm. I feel like shit about this conversation. This mm-hmm. was one hundred percent not what I wanted this conversation to go as. Right. Even it this felt, is with
0: the faux Joey you're saying.
1: Yeah, this is like fully not Joey that I'm talking right. about. Right.
0: But <laughs> so, when you full, when it fully happened to you, you were like, Okay, I'll this, play nice, basically.
1: Right, right. And like I, I think to to place the victims in a spot where they have to be nice in those circumstances, I'm like, that's not that's not responsible.
0: Right. So you don't um I understand you're not wanting to speak for the other, vic- other victims, which is totally yeah. legit. Yeah. Is there anything that Joey could say to you that would, or anything he can do for you that would remedy your, I mean, I guess it's different because your feeling is like he victimized other people in a worse way. And so like you, you feel responsible for that, the mending right. of that relationship, which is also out of your hands completely. But right. Right. Um, what is, uh, even though if, you don't ever need to speak to him again or deal with him again. Sure. What I also think you don't want him to just go away either.
1: Oh. I don't know.
0: Cause that's essentially what he's done since it all happened. He went away. Sure. So he's truly like under the radar now and no one's hearing from him. And he could have gone on a crusade to like speak to everybody and do a PR thing and also do private messages and really like, you know, bridge those gaps, but he hasn't, to any of our right. knowledge, and he definitely right. hasn't to you, no. which feels odd because you were the first person. Right. Um, so if it's, if him going away is not good and him coming back cherry pie, as cherry Pies, if nothing happened is not good, how do you think the... Again, I I don't mean to put onus on you about like well what should she do, but what right. should she do? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> um.
0: The rehab and the advocacy and like, see where we are in. Two, three, four, five years, like.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, and and like I said, like. My my place in this is is kind of, um, I stand on shaky ground because like the emotional impact that it had on me is like much less than it had on other people Mm -hmm. and it's also a circumstance where like i've also had five years at this point to like sit back and and analyze what happened and and move forward whereas a lot of other people have had a few months at this point and Mm -hmm. they had way worse things happen to them and now they have to you know just pick themselves back up in the world that we're living in right now and like how angry are they, because of all the circumstances? I would be like rip roaring pissed right. about that, and so you know like i I think this is something that it takes patience and time to to come up with that kind of answer um and like i said if 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 the right answer comes up and it is there in front of us, then. I'll speak to that and I'll say yeah this is the right thing to do in this moment but if it is also the wrong answer she comes out and just does drag again and doesn't speak to this moment then I think I will be mad about it and I will make sure that people know that I'm mad about it it, yeah. it is not responsible it to um, to step out into the limelight in a circumstance where you haven't rectified the, the scenarios in the past
0: right I think you need to privately do like take care of like, doing all the private work that actually matters, but when you're a public figure, you also have to say all of that publicly also, and you also have to not try to save yourself while doing it, like, right, like, I'm sorry, I have mental health issues, it's like, okay, the, we needed the first part, the second part was not needed,
1: (laughs) right, 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 and you really
0: just have to, like, lay in the bed you made, and, like, that's kind of it, and, the weird thing is, I feel like public opinion moves at an odd. It, it's like a weird oscillating thing. Someone said to me, mm-hmm. "Well, people still go to Louis C. K. comedy shows, like, like wait a year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. and like people come back or or whatever. It's like such right. a weird ecosystem of right fame and money and and entertainment.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, um, remember when I was saying that I was going to come. Today, as, as a person with a mission... Yes. I have... I took notes. Here, uh, and I... And do like, you want to dom-top right. this interview now? <laughs> yes. Always. Okay.
0: okay, what points have we not gotten to? I,
1: I'm, I'm an actor. I like to play <laughs> roles that I will never play <laughs> in my face, you know, like, um, No, I, I think, like... And, and, yeah, like, public opinion shifts on this. And, like, so... The, let's see, where what was that? Yeah, I want to give
0: you space to get the stuff that you want to get
1: Thank you. Oh, yeah. You um, like, the first time that Bill Cosby was questioned by police about his actions as a sexual predator was in February 1st of 2000. <sighs> wow. Yeah, the first time that someone <laughs> came forward about Bill Cosby um, being... Um, a sexual predator was Christina Rule in
0: 1965.
1: Uh-huh. You know, I, I think, I think a lot of us have a lot of, uh, we, we have to give so much credit to, um, to, uh, Tarana Burke,
0: mm-hmm. the,
1: the woman that created the Me Too movement. and. Mm-hmm really like shifted public opinion on a lot of this too. Mm-hmm. Um I think
0: Don't you think gays hold people more accountable though?
1: Yes. One hundred percent. I would 100% I feel like that.
0: this like shout out to straight guys, but I feel like straight guys can ignore stuff better than anybody, but like gays are like, um never gonna forget
1: that. <laughs> yeah, well like and and I think the amazing thing is like in this community it, you look at the ju- okay look, look at the if you juxtapose like Brett Kavanaugh with sherry Pie in this moment, you know, we
0: comp- There's no comparison like, there
1: there isn't well there is no comparison between those two, and like especially the response that we've had to the two of them well right like right. It, that the public at large, which is mostly dominated unfortunately by straight people, um like didn't believe christine blazey ford right whereas people for the most part believe me
0: right and, and even people on sherry's ex- side are just on the side of her dresses and her drag like no one is actually on her side like they should have been smarter you know
1: right and and the people that are the people so it's it's interesting now like if you look at the if you look at the original facebook post, um i think it's way harder i i understand that like the people that are commenting now are the people that want to advocate against the point that I'm trying to make. Because it's way harder to express it a multitude of times. Like, I agree, but it's way easier to express, like, I disagree and here is why. Mm-hmm. What do people and disagree like
0: to... with your Facebook post about? It was so like, hey, just so you guys know, Sherry did this weird thing.
1: So... I don't, I don't think that people are completely reading the whole thing. Yeah. I think that people are kind of, like, generalizing the concept of it, but people are saying, like, the timing is wrong. People are saying that I should have done it at a different time. People are saying... The, <laughs> the fun one right now that I've gotten a lot of is he's fame-seeking. Uh-huh. And for me, I'm like, okay, well, it, it goes two ways, the, the fame-seeking thing, because the fame-seeking thing could literally be, like, either you're talking about you're calling me fame seeking for the timing or a lot of people have said like these fame seeking actors sent in these videos like yeah well, that is an audition right <laughs> <laughs> that's like that is my life so right. that is literally like me trying to progress my career am i not supposed to do that like yeah. i don't know how to please that, that right person, well that's
0: but... a common okay, when people accuse high profile people people pull that out like oh well you just want to be known which is a little insane because who wants to be known for that
1: right I mean thank you for saying that because that leads to another bullet point that I had written down which is
0: which I also want to say that I one of the things that makes me uncomfortable with this whole thing is I don't think it's I think it's part of the me too conversation but I think it's at a spectrum of it that is less uh, um, like horrible than the way the straight guys do it like straight guys do it terribly and we have one sort of outcast queen who super let things go way too far and like it was fucked up right right but it wasn't matt lauer level and it wasn't harvey weinstein level and it wasn't bill cosby level but right so anyway i think there's like a smarter way to which by the way that's like the well i don't know is that the worst like gay me too scandal that's happened so far i feel like i'm missing Kevin spacey Right, right. I knew I was missing,
1: like, such an obvious
0: one. Yeah. But, like... But,
1: well, his is, his is heinous for a bunch well, of right, too. Well, right, right. That's
0: more. That is more, even and, more.
1: And, like, let's, let's be honest. Like, yeah, yeah I, I agree that, like... I, I think if, to draw a comparison between, like, Bill Cosby to... To Cherry is, like, a stretch. Your point there was about time. Correct, correct. The, yeah. Yes, and public before, opinion.
0: like,
1: yeah, the, Brett Kavanaugh versus Sherry Pye Like, right. Sherry Pie was canceled really quickly, whereas Brett Kavanaugh is like, now part right. of the
0: Supreme Court. Exactly, Supreme, totally. Like,
1: right. It's, like, heralded in our country, and right. like, despite the fact that he did something way more heinous than anything that Sherry Pie did. Yeah. You know, and, like, Bill Cosby was, like, literally drugging women and raping them for, you know, decades. Yeah. And,
0: and he was still he... America's sweetheart.
1: Right, right. And what was your point
0: about, this, about like, um, what was your next point that I had brought up?
1: So, like, the fact of the matter is, like, if you look up so many of the women that have come forward about any of these circumstances, you know, so Rose McGowan, mm-hmm. if you look her up, the first couple of articles that you'll find is like Rose McGowan and Harvey Weinstein. Yes. And this is an accomplished actor. Right, right. Same with Ashley Judd. Like, mm-hmm. these are accomplished actors with, like, long careers that are really like great like they're good at their jobs and they should be heralded for those moments and anita hill is a great example of that too it's like if you look up anita hill if if people talk about anita hill if you Mm -hmm. say anita hill's name she's an accomplished woman with her own career that she can that anyone can speak to and instead like the only existence that we know her by is her existence as a survivor of sexual assault. And, mm. like, it's not like these people are coming forward in order to create the space for them because it is actually of benefit to them in the long term. Or even in the moment, it is something that they want to do. They're, like, reliving potentially the most horrible parts of their lives. Right.
0: And you've spoken to how you want to be known as an actor, you don't want to be known as sherry pie's accuser even though you understand that's how the public views you right now
1: right 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 and and like i said to you before like i like this is the first time this community has like been in a space that's like this one specifically mm-hmm. and so there are things that like i'm super proud of that this community has done and there are other things that this community has done that i'm like Okay, let's let's take a moment. Let's take a pause, and let's rethink how we did this, how we communicated this specific moment, and let's let's reframe it. Right. You know, and, and I th- I think that's part of what I was saying before too about like, you know, the, the questions that I've gotten so many times about. You know, Sherry Pie's mental state. I'm like that's not my that's not my, question to answer to. Right. You know? Right.
0: To clarify, you think that the good things the community did was, respond swiftly. Even Sherry responded swiftly, even though it wasn't great mm-hmm. personally and kind of um, uh, inadequate in a lot of ways. Sure. But yeah. she did come out and say, she did fess up essentially. Um, yeah. Proper steps were taken by the production company, and everybody sort of collectively understood that there was something bad that had happened and that repercussions mm-hmm. were necessary. The negative things were that everyone was looking for the receipts and wanted you to spill the tea and like we're coming to you and other victims being like, show me the money, like where's the weird, like proof or whatever. Right, Um, right. And what you're saying is we need to give people a beat and also stop putting the onus on victims to like detail the whole thing and fess it all up because the person who knows the most is the perpetrator.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: You never see yourself putting a dollar in cherry pie's bust again.
1: Um, again, I I think I think it depends. I think it depends.
0: There's steps A B C D E F G H I J yeah. K L M N O P that have to happen.
1: Yeah. and then and then A two. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think Sherry needs to come out and say something. I think she needs to talk to the people she needs to talk to. She needs to do the work on oh. herself and like. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody's yeah. gonna be made whole, but. I'm saying everybody's right. got to do, well, Sherry's got to do full faith effort of like, I have stepped in, I've sat on the sidewalk and stepped in it, and now you can yep. all see and smell it, and I'm going to yep. wash this boot off, and right my wrongs, and do it in front of yep. all of you, and in the meantime, yep. I'm sorry, and I don't have an excuse for it. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. 100%.